You are listening to the Sober Dad Podcast, where we talk about raising kids and not glasses. Hey, and welcome to episode 41 of the Sober Dad Podcast. As always, before we get started today, please like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Hit me up on Twitter at SoberDadPod and send me an email at SoberDadPodcast at gmail.com. Today I want to talk about what makes you happy. What do you need to do to boost your mood, to get out of a slump, things like that. Because on social media, I've been seeing kind of a a trend. I don't know if it's just I'm paying more attention to it lately or not. But in the recovery space, there's quite a few people that have been talking about how they're just not feeling right. They're just they're not good or bad. They just are. And they just kind of are drifting right now and experiencing the drift. And if you know what that is, cool. If not, the drift is basically you're kind of just floating through, just drifting through life, not really having a good time and not necessarily a bad time. You're kind of just stuck in your routine and just going through the motions Drift can be common in sobriety where, you know, the first couple of weeks or months, you're feeling pretty good, got that pink cloud, making your meetings, losing some weight, getting back your other faculties like memory, things like that, and saving a little bit of money. And then you kind of just get into this rut where... You're still going to meetings, you're still going through the motions, but it just doesn't hit as good as it did before. It doesn't feel like the elation that you had is lessened or non-existent, and you either just feel kind of meh, or you can even start feeling kind of down, and that's where you might try to reach out for something to relieve that, which is where a potential relapse can happen. So it's important that when you're feeling that sense of drift, when you're kind of just being and not thriving, not having a good time, you got to go back to, you know, like what makes you happy, what fuels you, what energizes you, be it a hobby or just some kind of self-care thing, get a massage or buying something nice, go see a movie, things like that, that kind of like a de-stressor because you don't want to go back to your old ways of de-stressing. Like for me, it was alcohol and you want to be able to indulge in something positive. So ask yourself what, makes you happy and do that thing as long as it's not the original thing you're trying to not do like drugs or drink or gamble or porn or whatever you gotta choose a healthier thing and shake things up a bit one that has worked for me is learning a new skill 
So you can hop on YouTube and start researching like a new skill you want to do, like woodworking or something. I, I like to tinker in the garage and try to make things out of old pieces of wood. And I've got like a wood burning kit, things like that. So I have a lot of little side hobbies, uh, kind of a jack of all trades, master of none kind of thing. But it's what I like to do. I like to collect tools and at least use them on occasion. I've got plenty that I've never even used yet. I've got a shiny brand new bandsaw that haven't even turned on yet. So eventually I plan on using that. But just picking up a new skill, learning how to do things around the house, YouTube is a very good resource for that. I've learned, you know, plumbing, electrical, all kinds of useful things that I can get done around the house. That's another thing is knocking out projects or chores. It's just something that take your mind off of not doing a thing. But the number one thing I would say is whatever makes you happy, improves your mood, do that thing. And if you can't do that thing, do something to take your mind off of it, to just shake up the drift. You don't just want to wake up, go to work, come home, watch TV and go to sleep unless that's your thing. But like if you're feeling kind of stuck and going to meetings or whatever your recovery program is, if it's not doing it for you, try adding something else in there to enrich yourself, to shake things up. For me, I added in the podcast and it's been pretty great so far. I won't lie. Sometimes it does add to my stress because I might worry about not getting a show out on time or I'm trying to do a show and the kids keep barging in and interrupting. And I know it's the dad podcast, so I know that comes with the territory, but there are times where I'm getting really close to Monday and I want to get the show ready to go out and it doesn't happen and it's disappointing and a little frustrating, but overall it has been a positive endeavor and I am obviously going to keep doing it. So picking up a new hobby or skill, Hey, even try podcasting. There can never be enough people, especially in this space in particular. I don't really see it as a competition. Like if a million more sobriety podcasts popped up, that wouldn't worry me. I think it's the more the merrier and the more people do on podcasts, the more people that'll listen to them and then more people can potentially get better and start recovering. Speaking of more podcasts, I've mentioned them a few times, but save versus poison podcast with will is like more of a comedy type podcast and then you got the sober heathen with scott his is more interview format and he has a couple single episodes and then recover loudly uh, has Lindsay, and she does a little bit of a little bit of everything and those are some good podcasts that i recommend so if you ever get tired of hearing me or are all caught up on content you can always check those guys out too so real quick here to 
cover the topic of drift and just kind of being in a general meh or bad mood, there are some ways to boost your mood. So uh, we'll give you 15 quick ones here. There's uh, staying active, so exercise, go on a quick walk. Um, exercising, going to the gym always improves my mood. Even if I don't want to be there, uh, I still get it done. I don't regret going. And then I always feel better the rest of the day. I can always tell on days I haven't been to the gym, especially on days that I really wanted to go and I don't get to. It has a direct impact on my mood, and I just feel less accomplished for the day. So it's always good to get out and do something for your body. And then getting a good night's sleep is another one. And that one, especially if you're a parent to young kids, is not always the case. My two-year-old has been staying up till almost midnight the last couple of nights and I still try to get up early. So my sleep schedule's all effed up, but I'm getting through. But when I do sleep, especially now that alcohol's out of the picture, it's much better quality sleep. So get some, get some good sleep in will help with your mood. Uh, affirmations, talking to yourself positively can help. I do that with my little ones uh, and have them, affirm things about themselves. I need to get better about doing it myself. Not really that great at it, but yeah, my mood seems fine right now. But if I ever get back in a rut, I will definitely look into affirmations. Be thankful. This is one thing I do. Gratitude. I just do it in my head before bed. Just think about some things that I'm grateful for. You know, there's the Easy, obvious ones, grateful for health, family, home, things like that. But you could also pick things that happen that day that you're grateful for. Like for me tonight, I'm going to be like, I'm grateful that I actually got to record the podcast today. That's one thing that I can be grateful for. Giving back. So charity work, being of service. If you are in the meetings, you know, showing up to a meeting early, doing the coffee, things like that can can help boost your mood staying in the present so not worrying about the future and future tripping is a good thing and not delving into the past uh, another one is eat healthy so everyone loves sugar and junk food but there is another side to that eating too much sugar there's also a come down and there's almost like a food hangover that i feel when i eat things that are too decadent so Eating a little healthier can help boost your mood. Next one here is finding a friend. Uh, that one, I don't know. I'm just reading a list that I found online, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, if you have friends, obviously talk to your friends. I guess making a new friend can be a cool thing. But if you're just not out there meeting people, then especially this day and age, you could make a new internet friend. There you go. But uh, appreciate nature. Go on nature walks. This one kind of goes into exercise for me, but it's nice to get outside. I like to take my kids to this little wooded area near our house, and we flip over logs and stuff, look at bugs. The girls scream, and, you know, it's a good time. But my oldest one is not as afraid of bugs, and she eventually wants to get up and look at them, but she definitely won't touch them. Get a pet. I'm going to go ahead and assume that this means if you don't have a pet, get one. And I don't really know if I agree with 
getting a pet under those pretenses. But if you have a pet, reconnect with your pet. But don't go out and get a cat every time you feel sad. I actually know some people that have lots of cats, and that's not a good model. You'll end up with way too many cats. So if you have a pet, reconnect with your pet. Take your dog on a walk. Let your cat sit in your lap and pet it. But I wouldn't get a pet every time you feel sad. That just seems silly. And the next one, obviously, don't turn to alcohol or narcotics. Duh. So we'll skip over that one. Uh, Seeking counseling or professional help. Yes, uh, before getting sober, I never once went to a therapist or spoke to anyone about anything. And our insurance provided someone... So I went to like six sessions or something, and then there was like a group Zoom thing, and I found those helpful. I mean, I didn't get a whole lot out of the one-on-one sessions, to be completely honest. I was just more so thinking out loud, but the group sessions were kind of cool and it was basically just like an extra AA meeting for me every week. Hello, Daisy. She just woke up from a nap and she's very happy. But yeah, so getting professional help and going along with that is finding a support group. So AA, NA, Gamblers Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, or if you're a spouse of someone in recovery, there's Al-Anon and I think it's NA-Anon, something like that. Check the show notes. I got some links for those things. And then this one I already mentioned, but take a class, try a new hobby, join a group with similar interests. You could join an intramural sports team if you like the sports ball. Or, yeah, take a class at your local community college and learn something. Or get a new hobby, like I said. And the last one is disconnect, which is I I will say disconnecting from social media could be a good thing from time to time, like a detox, but don't completely disconnect from everyone. Don't shut out real life people because isolation is not great, especially early on in recovery. I think that that can be detrimental But if you, I guess, like being alone or like having some, you know, me time or whatever, then yeah, you could take some me time, maybe doing something like sitting in a sauna, stuff like that, meditating. But I definitely would not completely disconnect from everyone in your life because not only could you potentially get into a space where you might relapse, but also, especially early on in sobriety, it's going to freak out some other people in your life and they're going to see red flags if all of a sudden you just withdraw. So be careful with disconnecting too much, but it's always healthy to put the phone away for a while and step away from social media. So those are the 15 things that were on the interwebs. I'm sure if I looked more, I would find 15 more, 30 more, 45 more, 100 more. So, but try any one of those if you're in a rut. Try them all. Try a couple either way, but just just switch, shake things up, switch it up, 
because if you're feeling a certain way, whatever you're doing obviously isn't working to help your mood. So try something new, switch it up, and you might just be surprised. And it could, even for me, it could be as simple as just changing how I do things in my day. Oh my God. That dog. Sorry about that. Apparently someone had the audacity to... What is happening? And we're back. Someone had the audacity to walk on the sidewalk in a neighborhood that we live in. And the dogs took personal offense to that. So, made me lose my train of thought. But what we're going to do is go ahead and call it good. So, do those things. And all the links and everything are down in the description as usual. Thanks for listening. And I'm John Skillman. Remember to raise your kids and not glasses. Mm-hmm.